Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 10th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled God is Faithful. I just want you to listen. This is, this is a good title. I mean, just God is faithful. I get to talk to you about the faithfulness of God on a daily basis while I'm in this series, and then the Lord will release me to something else. But right now, as we're dealing with the fact that God is faithful, I want you to believe that. I want you to know, and I was dealing this week with the fact that you're living in two realms at the same time. If you're born again, then right now you're in the earth, but you're not of the earth. And Jesus said, Father, in John 17, which is truly the Lord's prayer, because it's the prayer that Jesus prayed, you should go check out John 17. In John 17, Jesus prayed for you. He prayed for me. He prayed for all of those that would come through the annals of time. And he said, Lord, I don't want you to take them out of the world. No, I mean, they're in the world. I don't want you to take them out of the world, but they're in the world. They're not of the world. He said, I'm in the world. I'm not of the world. And those that come behind me, they're in the world. They're not of the world. Jesus was God in the flesh. He was the incarnation of God. And you and I were the, the continuation of his incarnation. We're supposed to live just like Jesus lived. And so we don't take on any pressure to perform. We're born from above. We're, we're hearing things from the Father. We're getting downloads from heaven. We're doing the things that the Holy Spirit leads us to do. It's the Father who lives in us, John 14 and 10. He gives us the words. He performs the work. And so if he's living in you and you're a human conduit of the divine, what do you have to be stressed out about? God is faithful. Ready? So with that said, now we can get into the word uh, for this morning. And so the title of today's message is faith in God's faithfulness. I, I want to talk about faith and faith comes by hearing him by the word of God. So I'm going to give you some scriptures to meditate on, but I want to talk about exercising faith in God's faithfulness and what that looks like. And so uh, what does this mean for you today? I have two points to share with you in this morning, but I'm actually going to do something different than what I normally do. Instead of just jumping into the two points, I'm going to give you several scriptures. And for those of you that get the email, you'll be able to like, you know, kind of look at these and just meditate on them. For now, for those of you that are just watching on video, I, I need you to get this down in your heart. Listen to this. It's going to go through your ear gate, get down in your heart. These are some scriptures that I want you to meditate on as it relates to God's faithfulness towards you, and then I'll get into the two points. You ready? All right, here we go. Several scriptures here. First one is Psalms 34, 19. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Are you, are you born again right now? And you, are you afflicted? Are you going through challenges in this present world? Is God never said it was going to be easy. You're facing some stuff. I'm facing some stuff. We all face some stuff. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Glory to God. Yes, the Lord delivers us out of every one of those afflictions. You got to exercise faith in that. Psalms 119 and verse 71, the Bible says, my suffering was good for me for it taught me how to pay attention to your decrees. And so another translation says, I'm glad I was afflicted because had I not been afflicted, I would have never seen your goodness manifested in my life. And so, so yeah, there's some things that we face. There's some challenges that we face. People say, I want to know God as a healer, but you can't know God as a healer if you've never been sick. You say, uh, people say, I want to know God as a provider, but you can't know God as a provider if you've never, ha never had lack or never had a need. Uh, people say, you know, you can't just know God from a book. You have to know God through your experiences. 
experiences. So David said, man, I'm glad I went through some stuff because as I went through some stuff, it taught me how to rely on God's decrees. God is faithful. Psalms 37 and 39, the Bible says, but the Lord will be the savior of all who love him. Even in their time of trouble, God will live in them as their strength. When Even when you're in a time of trouble, God will live in you and he will be your strength. He is your strength. The strength comes from him, not from us. The strength comes from above. Say amen to that. Romans 8 and 18, the Bible says, we have sufferings now, but these sufferings that we face right now are nothing to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us, with us, through us. Glory to God. Another translation says, I reckon. I love that word. He's like, I consider it. And the sufferings that I'm facing right now are nothing. They pale in comparison with the glory which shall be revealed through me. If I'm going through something, I know it's going to be a great testimony. I'm going to come out on the other side of this thing and I'm going to give God glory. Colossians 1 and 27, the Passion Bible says, living within you, the, the King James just says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But the, the Passion Bible says, living within you is Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. I'm saying I'm living every day. I know Jesus is in me as Jesus is, so am I in this world. This is 1 John 4 and 17. And then Colossians 1 and 27 says that since Christ is in me, he is flooding me every day with the expectation of glory. I have an expectation that the glory of God is gonna be manifested in me, with me, through me, for me. It doesn't matter what I'm facing. If I'm facing something, it's gonna be a great testimony. I have an expectation of glory. Why? Because Christ is in me. Psalms 91 and 13, the Bible says, even when I walk through the fiercest, I'm going to walk unharmed through the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling on every one of them under my feet. The devil is under my feet. No power, no, 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 no devil, demon, demonic influence has any power over me. I'm shielded and protected from all harm. Psalms 91, a thousand can fall on my side, even 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. Only with my eyes shall I see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because I've made the Lord even the most high, my dwelling place, my habitation. Glory to God. I am resting in his protection. Say amen to that. John John 16 and verse 33, the Bible says, and everything, this is Jesus saying, everything that I've taught you, he's saying to his disciples, I'm about to leave guys. I need you to know everything that I've taught you is so that in me, you would have peace. Listen, I want you to have confidence in me. I want you to rest in me for in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble. You will experience sorrows, but be of good courage. Why? I've already overcome the world. He said, I haven't even gone to the cross yet. I haven't even gone down to take the keys back from Satan. I haven't robbed the grave of his death, of the sting of victory yet. I haven't done any of that, but I've already overcome the world. I've already conquered the world. So in this world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have tribulation, but be of good courage. Why? I've already overcome the world. In me, you can have peace. So I want you to meditate on these scriptures, especially if you get this, if you get the email, you have all these scriptures already in your email inbox. But when you meditate on these scriptures and you get them down in your heart, you know that you will not be afraid when trouble comes because trouble is going to come. You know, challenges are going to come, but you won't be afraid. You will keep your eyes fixed and focus on God. Even in the midst of challenging times, you'll build up your faith in God's faithfulness towards you and you will enter into God's rest so that you are not negatively impacted by the pressures of this present world. Say amen to that. All right.
Now I can start teaching. <laughs> that was just laying the foundation. So I have two things to share with you in this morning. Let me get into these two things and we can close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. Two things. Number one, here we go. When you are truly in faith, you are in a position to release pressure and stress. You can release it. You can release it. Let's talk about it. Once you know that you've heard from God, right? You, you've heard from God. I'm a believer. I'm being led of the Holy Spirit. I believe that I'm only doing what the Father told me to do. That what I'm, I'm, I believe I'm only doing what the Holy Spirit le is leading me to do. God, the Holy Spirit led me to sign that lease. Oh man, I'm locked in for two years, but the Holy Spirit led me to, to sign that lease. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take on pressure about it. I'm going to get that beauty salon stood up. I'm going to get that garage stood up. I'm going to do, you know, whatever, because the Holy Spirit led me to do it. The Holy Spirit led me to put in that resume. The Lord told me to, to take this job. The Lord told me to take this position. When you know that you are doing what the Lord told you to do, then you don't have to take on any pressure because at that point, your confidence is, is in God and not in you. You can shift all the pressure over to God. Why? Because you're only doing what he told you to do. I've told you many times, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. I can't tell you how many times I've had to remind myself and remind God, hey, I'm only doing what you told me to do. I was minding my own business when you told me to do this. So therefore, I don't have to stress out over it. Why? I'm doing the will of God. It's not God's will for you to take on the pressure to perform. If you want to take on any pressure, here's the pressure you should take on. You should take on the pressure to believe. Don't take on the pressure to perform. Take on the pressure to believe. You got to remind yourself that you're a believer and not a doubter, that you walk by faith and not by sight. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and preach to your Yourself. You got to say, no, 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 no. I believe God. Remind yourself that you are a believer. Remind yourself that you're living by faith. Remind yourself of what God said. You have to remind yourself sometimes. Sometimes you remind God, but, but really you're doing it. You're saying it out loud so you can remind yourself. God, you said, you know, and so you're saying it just to remind yourself. You have to believe God. Don't take on any pressure to perform. Take on pressure to believe. Anxiety and stress are common in the lives of people who rely on their humanity. Remember, you are a human conduit of the divine. If you're born again and the Holy Spirit is in you, then you have a humanity side and a divinity side. And there are people that are born again, but then rely on their humanity. If you're living based on your humanity and you're just going to live your life based on you know your education, your experience, your background, the money you have in the bank, you're living like a mere human. And if you're going to live like a mere human, then yeah, you're going to get stressed out. Duh. I mean, yes, you're going to get stressed out because God is going to call you to do things that you can't do. And now you're stressed out even over your calling. Your calling will be calling you and you'll, you'll feel stress concerning it. However, if you believe God and you know that God is on you, in you, with you, for you, <laughs> and leading you, then what do you have to stress about? At that point, if you're stressing, it's because you don't believe God. Now, if you believe God, you can't stress. Here's a quick testimony. Let me give you a quick testimony. People who have not seen me in years and then who see me now. I get this all the time. People say, man, you look good. Uh, you know, you're not, you're not aging. Uh, the, the, other, the other day I ran into somebody and I said, well, I don't, you know, I live in a stress-free environment. And she said, no, you got good genes. No, this ain't about no genes. This is about not stressing. This is about not living your life, not taking on un unnecessary pressure to perform. I'm not constantly battling stress. When I go to sleep, I sleep good. The Bible says that he that watches over Israel 
neither slumbers nor sleeps. So if God is up, ain't no need in both of us staying up. I, I'm not going to stay up for what? I'm going to sleep. God is up. He got me. Psalms, thir- uh, I mean, Proverbs 3 and 24 says that when I go to sleep, God can give me sweet sleep. My sleep is sweet. And so I'm not plagued by negative stress. And so I can, and I believe that God is renewing my youth like the eagles. That's Psalms 103 and verse five. So if I believe that, that God is renewing my youth like the eagles, but let's say that somebody says, oh, God renews my youth. My sleep is sweet. That's what they say. But in practice, they're stressed out. They constantly live in fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, guilt, and shame. And, and, and they, they sit in the bed and they can't go to sleep because they're just thinking about, they're, they're stressing over stuff. Then yeah, you could say Psalms 103 and 5 all you want, but you don't believe it. How You're fighting against the age renewal process. You are doing things that are robbing you of your peace. And these things are adding wear and tear to your life. There are people that love God that add years to their life, years to their body because they're stressed out. This is not the will of God. When you have faith in God's faithfulness towards you, you can live in a stress-free environment. I'm a witness. I'm telling you. I'm not going to... Now, I'm a human. So, you know, I have moments like everybody else has moments. But when I have that moment, I have to remind myself, wait a minute, what am I talking about? I believe God. If I'm doing what God told me to do, I'm, there's nothing to freak out about, right? When, when the prices, when we're building this stuff in the Dominican Republic, pr- building the school school project and the prices of everything went up like 100%, I'm like, you know, I've had moments where are we going to get the money from? Then I have to stop. Wait a minute. This ain't my school anyway. God told us to build the school. So if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Hey, God, you already knew the prices was going to go up. You already knew COVID was going to happen. So obviously you have to get the money to us. And however you get the money to us, you'll get the money through us. I mean, I don't have to stress over it. Why? If it's God's will, it's God's bill. Say amen to that. All right, number two, uh, so I can release you into this weekend. The higher, the highest form of faith is rest. Now, this is a point I've made many times. The highest form of faith is rest, where you can enter into God's rest. I've made this point, but it's worth repeating. As a born-again believer, If you know you're doing something that the Father's leading you to do, you don't have to stress concerning it. You can enter into God's rest concerning it. But if you read Hebrews chapter four, the way that it's written, it almost says like, it's almost like you have to work hard on not working. You have to work hard on not getting stressed out. When you're in faith and you know that you're only doing what God told you to do, yes, you can enter into God's rest. And the text says, Hebrews 4 and 10, that we can rest from our own works but it's not easy. The, in, in Hebrews 4 and 11, basically says that we have to labor to enter into God's rest, that we have to work on not working. <laughs> we have to work on not getting stressed out, you know? And so, so yeah, it's not easy. Why? Because in this world, they tell you, hey, if you want something, you got to go make it happen, right? In this world, they tell you, well, if, if you don't get it, if you don't do it, it's not going to get done. And so, so you got to learn and, and, and I'm a go-getter. Like they say, Hey, if you want to, if you're a go-getter, you got to go get it. And so I I'm cool with that. Like if God tells me to go, I can go. If God tells me to run, I'll run no matter how hard, no matter how high, no matter how long I'm good with that. I've been working since I was a little kid and I have, I don't, I don't mind working, but the harder thing for me, anyway, this is my testimony. The harder thing for me is when God says, okay, now I need you to rest because I, I, I need you to rest so I can work. If you work, I'm going to rest. But if you rest, then I'll work. 
And that's harder for me. I'm just being honest. When God says, okay, yes, you believe me? Yes. All of these things are going to ha happen. But right now, I don't want you to do it. I'm, I'm doing some stuff and I'm moving some pieces on the chessboard. And right now, I just need you to rest. Man, Hebrews 4 and 11 says you got to labor to enter into God's rest. You got to work on not working. You got That's not the easiest thing for me. Like, I mean, so now I'm putting the emphasis on God and God is, mm, God doesn't want me to do anything right now. And, and, and so, so now what I have to do, I have to wait and wait is a four letter word. I don't like to wait. And so, so now I have to wait and I have to believe God and I have to believe that God is working even when I can't see that he's working. I have to believe that something is happening even when I can't see it's happening. It, it, it's like the, like Jesus was talking about the man that sowed seed in the ground. He goes to sleep. He doesn't know what's happening under the ground, but he has to believe that it's working. And he said, the, the text says whether he's asleep or whether he's awake, whether he's working or whether he's resting, the seed is always working. And so, so yeah, you, you got to believe that the seed is working, that God is up to something, that God is moving pieces on the chessboard. Now, if he tells me to go, I'll go. If he tells me to say, I'll say, if he tells me to do, I'll do. But if he tells me to, to, to wait, I have to wait. And if he tells me not to go, then I have to labor on entering into God's rest. And then even if he tells me to go when I'm working, I'm still resting while I'm working. Whew. When I work by the grace of God, watch this, I'm working and I'm working harder than I ever worked in my life, but I'm, I'm resting while I'm working. And so I'm working, but I'm doing it by the grace of God. So I'm not stressed out. I still sleep well. My body's not breaking down. I'm not pulling my hair out. Why? Because I've entered into God's rest. My faith is in God's faithfulness. It's not in me. It's not in my power. I'm not trying to make anything happen. I don't have any pressure to perform. Stress has no power over me. Anxiety has no power over me. I'm working, but I'm resting while I'm working. I'm resting and I'm working and I'm working and I'm resting because I know that it's God who lives in me and I'm a human conduit of the divine. Say amen to that. I said a lot. You might need to watch this again. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I've given you enough to release you into the weekend. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for leading me to level up in this season. I level up my ability to rest. I walk by faith and not by sight. I do only what you lead me to do. Therefore, I don't take on any pressure to perform. Fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, stress, and anxiety have no power over me. I believe in you and your faithfulness towards me. I live in a stress-free environment. I do what I do by your grace, for your glory. I am not doing anything on my own. So I sleep well. I have peace in my heart. My youth is renewed daily. And I get to live long and strong. I have faith in your faithfulness towards me. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, big red subscribe button, and you get all my notes for free. Why not sign up? So that you get all the notes, like all those scriptures, you would have it in your email inbox had you signed up already. So put it in there. You're going to get all my notes for free. Listen, it's Friday. I like to remind you on Fridays that if you want to be a part of our ministry, you want to be a part partaker of the graces on our ministry, and you want to be part of what we're doing in the Dominican Republic, go to ripministries.org, click on the donate button, make a donation. No donation is too small. No donation is too large. 
We're doing what God has called us to do. If you want to be part of it, part of it, it's already blessed. So get in on the blessing. I love you. God loves you more. I want you to walk into this day and walk into this weekend knowing that God is faithful. Enter into God's rest. Exercise faith in God's faithfulness towards you. Have an amazing weekend. See you on Monday. God bless you.